Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision, covering the whole world. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. As Uganda gets ready to host over 800 delegates of the 64th Commonwealth Parliamentary Conference, that is on the 22nd of September, we take you back at the first conference that Uganda hosted in 1967. And this is just to give you an idea of what it was like during that time. In fact, we shall be joined by two guests who were part of the first CPC in Uganda, and they will be sharing their eyewitness account and experience in the whole arrangement. These are Ignatius Barunji, who was clerk to the National Assembly, and Mr. Edward Uchuo, who took over from Ignatius as clerk to Parliament from 1968. For now, I welcome Tony Awana, a seasoned journalist and researcher, to take us through a brief of what took place then in 1967. Thank you very much. To tell you the truth, Owana was four years old in 1967 when the 13th Commonwealth Parliamentary Association Conference convened here. But he will not dispute allegations that is ten times that. (laughs) So it kicked off on the 26th of October and there were 25 countries attending. On arrival at Entebbe Airport, the Entebbe we are talking about, what you call the old airport, uh, I am reliably informed by Barbara that New Vision will be able to show some pictures of that period, photographs. Uh, many of the guests were received at the airport by the speaker, the late Narendra Patel. Pa- Patel died about uh, seven years ago. Otherwise, we, we would be very happy with him he- here today at Vision. Mm. But uh, let his soul rest in peace. So, security from what I've gathered w- was tight but not visible. And now that there was also curfew, especially in Uganda, there were no huge gatherings. So they drove from Entebbe Airport. And I think one of the reasons why all of them were accommodated in one hotel was a security arrangement. So there were hotels, but they made sure that they go to the, 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 the Apollo Hotel, which could very easily be secured. Uh, usually, the such conferences, the, the, the Queen presides, like we saw here during the, the Chogam. But on this occasion, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth was not present. And the, the one who stood in for her was Dr. Apollo Milton Obote. Now, in that year, uh, uh, Obote had just become president. That is after the 1966 events that saw uh, the president of the country, Mutesa, fleeing and the prime minister becoming president and the constitutional amendments, that effect being made in that very year, 1967. So uh, the, the country was on tension, but it was generally peaceful. The unrest had ended, uh, but there was a permanent curfew in Buganda throughout that period. That, that curfew lasted from 1966 to 1971. So um, President Milton Obota and his wife, as well as uh, Vice President of the time, the late Dr. John Babia, uh, actually received the delegates at Parliament outside there where there is now the parking lot. The national anthem was played with Mama Miria standing. I, I wish we could get Mama Miria here. She, she, she stood with her husband and Dr. John Bavia behind them. The police band played the anthem and the delegates were standing on those steps where even these ones will stand, I'm sure. So from outside, they entered Parliament. The one you know now was opened, I think, in that very year. 
because parliament had been sitting uh, around KCC area there that's where they had been sitting before so they entered the new chambers and uh, the events were actually opened by the honorable William Kalema who was also minister of commerce and industry he was the one who chaired the, the, the opening events and then he invited president obote to address the august gathering mr speaker a good politician is one who works relentlessly for peace prosperity and goodwill Ah, the old man with his usual eloquence, he, he gave a very brilliant welcoming speech. And uh, although several MPs and other political prisoners were in detention without trial at Luzira Maximum Security Prison, this did not prevent the event from taking place. I think I can remember some of them. One was the late Gracie Wingira, the late Baraki Kiria, who I hear had been President Obote's best man at his wedding, was in prison. Dr. Rumu, who is still alive, uh, Muzei Matian Singobi of Jinja, who is still alive, and uh, the man from Bunyoro, uh, the late George Magezi, was in prison. Five ministers, and then a number of other MPs who had also been involved in those disturbances were in prison, but the, 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 conference, the conference went on as scheduled. Now, all the guests stayed at Apollo Hotel in Kampala. Today you know it as Sheraton, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And uh, all of them were transported in a huge bus. Uh, it is only us who saw those buses. There used to be a bus called Guy. Guy was, I think, a brand of Leyland, but it used to have a capacity of about 70 to 80. So that's the one that carried the delegates throughout their tours around Uganda. Of course, when they went to the national parks, they visited quite a number of national parks. Mm. Then the Land Rovers took over. So the, the, the VIPs, and I don't know whether these guests will be shown the country, but the ones who came 52 years ago, they, they toured the country. I could mention some of the places they visited. They visited Queen Elizabeth National Park, Maction Falls National Park, Kidepo Valley in Karamoja. They went to Bundibujo and enjoyed the host, hot springs and crater lakes. They saw hippos in Kazinga Channel. Uh, I don't know how transport is these days on that channel. They fished Nile Patch in Lake Choga. Huge Nile Patch. Of course, they visited Madivani Sugar Works. They couldn't miss. Then they went to Mbale and visited Bugisu Coffee Works, which is the ancestor of uh, Bugisu Cooperative Union. I wish they would go to Capture again. You know, in Kaptura, there's a huge cave where they had lunch in 1967. Sure. A huge cave at the falls. Someone had put a, a good restaurant there. I don't know what is happening now, but still it is vision which can find out. Then they went and inspected Kaptura Hospital. They went to Nyapea Forestry College. I wonder whether it still exists. Then they crossed to the west and went and inspected Toroti factory, they went to Kilembe mines, then they came back to Kampala and went to Makerere University. I think the chancellor at that time was uh, Professor Yusuf Lule, who later became president. And uh, finally they went to State House Entebbe, where they were entertained by a music group which we used to call the Heartbeat of Africa. There were no incidents. I want to imagine that one of the reasons there were no incidents was because of that feeling in the, in the Uganda region that things hadn't gone very well 
But I also still want to say that there was also an element of discipline. The, the, the interesting thing with the, the events of 66 to 67 was that although the Kabaka of Buganda, who was president, ran away, was chased, all these William Wilberforce Kalema were Buganda. So they stayed in that government and presided over this function until it ended. One of the peculiarities of that period was that the country we know as Zimbabwe was also represented in the Commonwealth as Rhodesia, the Federation of Rhodesia, with a prime minister called Sir Roy Welensky and a government that included blacks, a few blacks and whites. Now, that is the, 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 the country that later became Robert Mugabe's Zimbabwe. At that time, Mugabe had started causing trouble, and Joshua Nkomo and others. But it was, to all intents and purposes, still a British colony. So, as we continue our investigations into the content of the assembly, we could come across some very interesting aspects of liberation and uh, other arguments along. Yeah, but uh, certainly Vision Podcast is committed to that one. So, uh, actually, that, that's how, that's really the, the short of it of how, how, how that function was. We've been looking for resource people who saw the one we hosted here in 1967, and we managed to come across the one and only Ignatius Barunji Baganchwera, who was clerk to the National Assembly at the time we hosted CPA in 1967. Mr. Edward Ochuo, who was clerk to the National Assembly or Parliament from 1968 up to the coup that ousted Dr. Bote and then resumed when a parliamentary democracy resumed in the country. Tony, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, join us for the second part as we shall be having some guests giving us their eyewitness account. Share with us some of your feedback and comments on our different social media platforms. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. The New Vision Podcast.